It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to Friday. Welcome in, Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears at Saucerita's on Hubbard's Lane. Come on out. Uh, we'll be here for the next hour. Ed Peak joins me. A huge crowd sort of uh, roaming in here. Uh, be careful with traffic out here on Hubbard's. Okay, there's nobody here. There's uh, four guys sitting around. They have no idea what we're doing sitting over there eating lunch, right? Plenty of seats available. Plenty of seats. Plenty of seats. It's like and a all Louisville, roads are open. It's like a Louisville basketball game. Plenty of seats available. Oh, that was mean spirit. Well, Ed, look, you were at the uh, red-white scrimmage. You were also at the Simmons game. Right. Which which one had more fans? It was close. It was close. Uh, probably the red-white. Yeah, and I didn't, you know, I know it's a Wednesday night and all that stuff, uh, but uh, I, I don't get it. All right, it's Friday, October 27th. Before we get underway, happy heavenly birthday to my father, Big Ralph. Would have been 80 today. Mm. Uh, passed away a couple of years ago. Um, I know he would have been proud of me getting that Bellarmine job, and uh, I miss the old man. I will say that. Happy birthday, Pop. Up in, uh, well, I'm look, I'm guessing he went to heaven. He did some stuff. <laughs> but I'm guessing the, the guy upstairs said, yeah, come on in. It's a forgiving God. It is a forgiving God. It's a forgiving God. God. <laughs> M&M Cartage, the hotline is open. Uh, I guess you, Scooter, are you there? I'm here, yeah. See, I can't hear Scooter. Oh, wait a minute, I can hear Scooter. You, you, you should be able to hear me, yeah. Okay, I have to turn down what's coming back from the studio because uh, there's a getting some feedback. My voice is echoing. Gotcha. I'm getting complete feedback. Hmm. But uh, you are there. I'm, I, look, look I, I'm not taking calls today. No, I wasn't going to allow you to take right. calls today. Are you Are you good with that? Yeah, I'm great with that. Okay, uh, Ed, do you like the echo feature here? <laughs> I don't think so. See. <laughs> See, he even hears himself. Yeah. When he hears himself, he gets very upset. So, Scoots, um, the, my text is open, t- Scoots, if you need to tell me anything. Gotcha. I need to tell Scoots one quick thing. All right, go ahead. He uh, made a comment about the uh, uh, Class A team, the uh, something dogs. Uh, y- y'all were talking about it the other day. He didn't even know the uh, mud dogs. Oh, the, the sod poodles. That's it, the sod poodles. Well, I, in honor of that, I am wearing. What do you got there? I am wearing my blue wahoos of Pensacola. Pensacola blue wahoos hat, and they are no longer you, a class A, a double A team of the Reds. You could have given me a hundred and eighty guesses, and you wouldn't have gotten that. no. They play at a beautiful place. No, I think uh, they used to be because I watched some games in Florida. They might have been the Rays, a Rays That's affiliate. That's possible. That's I possible. think. Scooter, you don't care about that, do you? No. Nope. Don't yeah, care. I didn't think so. All right. Um, the uh, Thornton's text line is open, 414-1450, 502-414-1450. Don't forget to stop by, get your icy cold thirst quencher. Right now, 32-ounce fountain drink, smaller, only 89 cents. Go in, get your drink, do what I do, bypass the line, be a jerk, and just throw a dollar up at the counter and walk out. They'll, they understand. You know, they'll, they'll take it. So uh, come in today, grab a fountain drink from Thornton's. We are at Salsaritas. Always good to be out here. Pam Stallings uh, with the invite 
As always, and uh, I do want to tell you a couple of things before we get going here, if I can find them, about uh, Saucerita's catering. Um, Halloween parties coming up. By the way, it is, I guess, Spooky Friday, right? Yep. Is that fair? Because Halloween is, I want to say, Tuesday? Yes. Oh, man. My five-year-old, my four-year-old, he'll be be, uh, five a week after Halloween, but he is going to be a police officer. He's ready. He'll be badge handcuffs. Uh, We we had to take the nightstick away, (laughs) but badge handcuffs. He's got the hat. He's got the uniform. He's he's ready to go. But uh, yeah, uh, salsaritas. You can order the famous taco bar, fajita bar for your upcoming Halloween party. Looking to feed a smaller crowd. Take home fiesta packs are perfect trick or treating uh, fuel. It's proven the catering salsaritas to the office increases employee happiness. All right, I'm going to call. I'm not sure about that. I need more data. I, I mean, look, we got the chips out here right now, Ian. They are glorious. Yes. There is nothing better. The last time we were here, I took what was left of the bag home and noshed on it for two weeks. Hmm. Just throw them in the microwave. If they start to get a little soggy after a week, you throw them in the microwave for 10 seconds, and they're crisp as ever. See, I like them a little soggy, especially when you put cheese on them. I like them a little soggy. So for office events, order a catering bar or individually packed box lunches today. Holiday parties coming up. Make memories, not meals this holiday season with Salsaritas. Place your upcoming holiday order today. And by the way, if you use the promo code FALL2023, that's FALL2023, $20.23 off your next catering order of $120 or more. That's promo code FALL2023. So happy to be out here, and we got another glorious day. We've been lucky with the weather. Yes, we uh, We are on the outdoor patio Hubbard's Lane has opened back up with all the traffic that's coming here, so you should be able to get through uh, rather easily. It was uh, so. Ed Peak joins me. How you doing, brother? Good, good. You know we have been here on two of the most outstanding days in Kentucky high school football. Oh my! The last time we were here, Mail Manual tonight. Saint X Trinity. Yep. Mail Manual, if not the oldest. It is the oldest rivalry in the country, and, right? And that is amazing. That you know, Kentucky being known for basketball and, and the boss uh, wore his red and black. He knows what yes, day it is. Yes, he did. He did indeed. He knows what day crimson, it is. Crimson and, and white or whatever it is. Are they are they wearing the blacks again tonight? They wore the blacks when they beat Saint X this year. I don't know. I'm not what, sure what they're wearing. Wore the black jerseys. Uh, Mail Emanuel tonight. I will be in Bowling Green. Um, to, for the Saint X Bowling Green game. Bowling Green number one in five A. That'll be right here on the Big X tonight, seven thirty. Kickoff, 7.05 pregame. Scooter, who you got tonight? I will be at Floyd Central, Evansville North, and Floyd Central tonight. Evansville North at Floyd Central, 7 o'clock kickoff? Uh, 7.30 kickoff, 94.30. Yep. I have Castle at New Albany. Yeah, Evansville's got to get up here, so 7.30 kickoff there. Castle is down in Newburgh, Indiana, which is close to Evansville. You'll be there? I'll be at, no, I'll be at New Albany, 2-7 and seven and 6-3 and three Castle, who's ranked. Uh, in the top eight in uh, class. And now that's today. playoffs in southern Indiana. Second, second, week. second week. Second week of playoff football. This is the final week of the regular season for uh, uh, high school football in the state of Kentucky. These games are great tonight because they really, for the, I mean, 
I can't say they don't mean any mean anything. Tell Mail Emanuel it doesn't mean anything. Okay, uh, they'll they'll yeah. throw something at you. It means a little bit in the RPI area. Uh, right now, six A RPI. It's uh, Mail Manual Saint X Trinity top four. Saint X somehow ahead of Trinity in the RPI, which seems crazy, but uh, the RPI is crazy. I'm not. I gonna, don't understand it. I'm not going to go discuss that with a a, a Trinity fan. The Todd Fathers here, by the way. Oh, the Todd Fathers here. Oh, my goodness. Texter to the friend of the show, the Todd Father, is uh, in the house. Hello, toddler. How you doing, buddy? He, he, he's, uh, he's fearful of, uh, of microphones. He's fearful of microphones. I was going to say, I'll give him this if he's so, like no, to. No, no, no. Um, all right. Um, we are going to talk some sports. Salsarita's six-pack is back. Now, the last time I was here, I made the six-pack, which was unsponsored, the Salsarita six-pack. Did very well for the next couple of weeks, so I said I'm going to keep it, the Salsarita six-pack, and then I had a two-and-four week. So it's no longer the Salsarita six-pack. Until today, it is back to being the Salsarita six-pack. I'll give you three college winners, three pro winners, and I just realized I haven't even picked them yet. <laughs> well, Normally, normally I don't do local games. I think I might do all three local games today. Well, didn't didn't uh, Scoots and uh, uh, Tony do the uh, Scooter was the seven lock of the week? Scooter lock was seven and six in his NFL picks last week. That was his first week over five hundred. Uh, he did Scoots. You did lose last night. You had Buffalo. Oh man, yeah. I went to bed last night when it was twenty four to ten, and I was like, okay, feeling great. Going to start the week off one and zero. Woke up this morning, checked the score. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Bummer. Uh, it should uh, Buffalo should have scored thirty-five to forty-two points last night, but shoulda, coulda, woulda. Still, it's a loser getting given eight and a half. Um, Buffalo beats Tampa Bay last night, twenty-four eighteen. Scooter starts the week off zero and one. Tony and Big Al the Fish give their five NFL locks. They are three over five hundred on the year, so they're doing something right. They love taking. Bad teams that are getting points, and that's what they continue to do this week, except they took the Chargers minus nine and a half against the Bears. I'm not overly pressed for, impressed for some reason with uh, Buffalo. Buffalo is uh, They're I, underachieving. I don't, I don't understand the Bills. I don't. There are a lot of teams you understand. I, I know what I'm getting with Kansas City, right? I know what I'm getting for the most part with Miami. I'm going to get good offense. Uh, they can't stop anybody, and they've had trouble against good teams. But they're fun to uh, watch. The ball, but they're fun to watch. Fun to watch. I kind of know what I'm going to get. I know what I'm going to get with the Jets. I'm going to get a controlled, slow offense. I'm going to get a solid defense that keeps them in the game. I know what I'm getting with San Francisco. A whole lot of Christian McCaffrey. Brock Purdy not asked to do too much. It is what it is. I have no idea what I'm getting for Buffalo because they're so talented. But they didn't get any better from last year. No, they didn't. They, they they drafted a tight end number one and an offensive guard number two. That's certainly not exciting. No. <laughs> uh, and they have struggled. They killed Miami. When they beat Miami 48-20, to 20, I think, the week after Miami put 70 up, I thought, okay, these are the bills we've been expecting to see. But they're not. They're not. And you know what? Last night, if you went to bed early, Baker Mayfield led a 95-yard drive in the fourth quarter. Yeah, Baker Mayfield. Led a 95-yard drive in the fourth quarter. They got the two-point conversion to cut it to six. And they had a Hail Mary at the end of the game that 
Chris Godwin, if he turns around and looks, he might catch the ball. Nobody, he was. It just, I mean, it hit the ground. You know, it's in game's over. But when you watch the replay, you thought, man, if if Godwin knew where that ball was, he catches it because it, it hit right next to him. Uh, and then all of a sudden, we would it, the the discussion today would be about a four and four Buffalo team that is wasting a lot of talent, not going to make the playoffs. So I don't understand that team at all. I have a question. I have a question. Somebody shoot at us just now? <laughs> Sniper got me. Uh, do the Bengals have a chance at San yes, Francisco? Yes, absolutely. Debo, I don't know Debo Samuel's status. Um, I don't know if he's going to play or not. McCaffrey's banged up. Brock Purdy has been human the last couple of weeks. Look, Todd, the Todd father over there could quarterback if he had Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, and that and Trent Williams at offensive line who's been out. Man, they got some talent. If you got those guys, you can quarterback that team. Brock Purdy the last two weeks, and especially last week, without Trent Williams, his left tackle, and without Debo Samuel, he was um, ordinary. And after he took the hit to the head – that caused concussion symptoms on the on the plane back home. Right. Nobody noticed it during the game. It was one of those tush push plays. He got nailed. The helmet almost came all the way off. He was two for six with two interceptions after that play. You're not big on the tush push. I, do, I hate it. Hate it. I think it should be outlawed. It look if the NFL is all about safety and that's what they say. Hey, concussion protocol. You know, you can't touch the quarterback. We're all about keeping these guys healthy. Then that's got to go because that is a dangerous play, and somebody's going to get really hurt, whether it's an offensive lineman under the pile or a quarterback who decides, I'm going to go over this pile, and then, bam, gets crushed like Purdy did last week. Then they're going to outlaw it. They're going to say, yeah, it's too dangerous. But until that happens, I guess they're going to let it go. I kind of like it myself, but you're right. It's going to cause – Eventually, it's going to cause uh, injuries. All those guys, all those guys, 300 pounds in there bunched together. I mean, if one or two of them falls on a guy, uh, yeah, that's a broken arm or broken leg, a knee out. I mean, you got, uh, basically, that's a lot you got, of weight. Basically, you got 20 guys there right? in a, in a rugby pile. It's a, it's a rugby scrum with 20 guys. The Eagles have mastered it. You're right. I think. If I'm Nick Sirianni, I, every time I got a third and one, I'm going to run it until they tell me I can't run anymore because at least the Eagles version of it is unstoppable. You agree? Yes, all. Uh, no no doubt about it. Uh, you know, you t- bring up the Eagles, and uh, I've really liked them uh, to this point in, in the season. I think they are they – are, Headed to another Super Bowl. Now, whether they win or not, I, you know, I, I don't know. A lot can happen between now and uh, the end of December, 1st of January. But to me, in my watching pro football and, and trying to keep up with it, I think they are probably the best overall and the most consistent team. Now, well, they struggled early. If you go back and watch yes, these early did, games. But they're not struggling now. Hey, they're 6-1. and one. You you can talk about anything you want. You can struggle all you, you want. You know what? Right. Six and one. Six and one is six. Is and six one. and one. That's right. Uh, Josh Allen last night, thirty-one of forty-three, twenty-four, two touchdowns, one interception. That looks good. Uh, he didn't try to make the great play, which has been his problem in the past. He took what was there, and offensively, 
they were pretty good overall. The interception was uh, that was a bad one. The ball tipped at the line of scrimmage deep in his own territory when fluttering up in the air. Um, Baker Mayfield, 25 out of 42, 237, two touchdowns. I guess the Buccaneers have found their quarterback. Baker Mayfield. I mean, they're they're three and four, but it's Tampa. Baker that division's Mayfield. terrible. You kind of expected two and five, three and four at this point. Uh, he's doing a really admirable job who of running that ever, offense. Who would have ever thought? Didn't didn't the uh, uh, me Ed? He was the number one overall draft didn't pick. Didn't Charlotte? Didn't Charlotte let him go? Uh, Carolina. I mean. Carolina let him go. Rams let him go after his stint in Cleveland that did not end well. Uh, those two teams let him go too. So. He was looking for a job. Tampa Bay was looking for a quarterback. And I would say so far so good in that spot. All right, let's take a break. Why not? NBA last night, the premiere of Damian Lillard as the point guard, shooting guard of the Milwaukee Bucks. World Series starts tonight. We'll talk about that. And I'll try to figure out what my uh, six-pack is going to be. At this point, I do not know. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Back at Salsaritas on Hubbard's Lane, John Spears, Ed Peak, Scooter Dingus back in the studio. Second segment, don't forget Salsaritas six-pack is uh, on your way. If I decide to pick them in the next uh, break, I'll give you the Salsaritas six-pack. I'm going to go local this week. I haven't gone local in a long time, so I'm going to pick the Indiana-Penn State game, the Kentucky-Tennessee game, the Louisville-Duke game. Well, let me get something out of the way real quick here, and we'll get back to uh, – You never get anything out of the way real quick. <laughs> Trust me. Ken at the Garage is going local like you. Tony Burke, you win. <laughs> Tony said, will Ed bring up Ken at the Garage tomorrow? <laughs> yes, he did. Tony Burke, I owe you $10, Tony Burke, if <laughs> Ken, you're listening. Ken at the Garage likes Louisville to beat Duke, and he likes Kentucky to beat Tennessee. Now, I'm sure he's betting with his heart there, I'm sure. The other thing is uh, my wife is involved in the amyotrophic lateral sclerosis ALS walk at Slugger Field tomorrow morning, 9 o'clock registration, 10 o'clock is the walk. It's to raise money for research for that horrible disease that was unfortunately named after Lou Gehrig. That's all I got. That's good stuff. And now i got to segue to this. November 6th is uh, National Nachos Day. Mm. Mm. That's a great segue right there. That is professional segue. <laughs> uh, download the uh, Salsaritas app before Monday, November 6th. Get a $5 nachos app reward. Remember, that is less than two weeks away, November 6th, National Nachos Day. Make sure you have your Salsaritas app downloaded to receive a $5 nachos app reward on November 6th. Nothing is better than a pile, and I, I verify this, than a pile of our wildly addictive chips with your favorite fresh toppings for only $5, two area locations to serve you, St. Matthews, where we're at today, 285 North Hubbard's Lane, Middletown, 12915 Shelbyville Road. There you go, National Nachos Day. I always celebrate, as you can tell, I always celebrate National. To me, every day is National Nachos Day. Are you kidding me? I was just going to say that. Are you kidding nachos me? Nachos a lot. Day you is. don't have a lot of room to talk. you got a little room to talk. And I will say, I don't know what the salt, what the spice is that they put on these chips. It's like nothing else. Is that fair? 
Yes, absolutely. It's like nothing else. I'm I am becoming best friends with Pam Stallings because of these chips. I will tell you that. Um, all right, NBA last night, Milwaukee beat Philadelphia 118-117. The Bucks are the one of the two favorites with Boston to win the East. Philadelphia, here's the best part of the story. My sometimes co-host is not a big James Harden fan. He doesn't like Russell Westbrook. When Tony Burke doesn't like somebody, Fernando Tatis Jr., he'll, uh, he'll tell you, I don't like that guy. James Harden's at the top of the list. James yeah. Harden went to practice the day of the team's flight, and one of the staffers suggested to James Harden, maybe you don't go to Philadelphia with us. Maybe you just stay, or you don't go to Milwaukee. Maybe you just stay here and uh, and work out at the facility. It's his first day at back at practice after an excused 10 days off. He was excused. Um, he thought it was a suggestion, apparently, and not an order. So he shows up at the team plane. And that's when the uh, new head coach, Nick Nurse, and the GM had to come over and say, uh, no, nope, not get on the plane, James. You're not going to Milwaukee with us. Go back to the facility. Work out of the facility. We want to get all the numbers. On, you know, they got them hooked up to machines and stuff about your uh, health and everything and and your stamina and see where we're at. Well, he was irate, apparently, at the at the airport. Not happy at all. But bottom line, James Harden did not make the trip to Milwaukee. The Buck went it by one. Dame Lillard, 39 points, eight rebounds, four assists in his debut with his new team. He looked like uh, a kid in a candy store, man. It's just like, I'm out of Portland. This is the greatest thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he was thinking I'm handicapped being in Portland because nobody on the East Coast or very few people on the East Coast don't care about Portland uh, trailblazers, and they don't get a lot of uh, play on the East. Now he's at Milwaukee and – how many Portland Trailblazers can you name? I can name one right off the top of the list. Go. Bill Walton. How many current Portland Trailblazers? Is Walton back in the NBA? I didn't know that. How many current <laughs> Portland Trailblazers can you name? Well, Damian Lillard until he got. No, he's he not might. a current. Yeah, listen to the question carefully here. This <laughs> I got time. you. I got you. Can you name any? No. no. Jaden Sharp, who sat the bench in Kentucky for that year and never got in a game. Robert Williams and Malcolm Brogdon, who came over he was from, from the Celtics, Celtics, who yeah. ended up with uh, – who did they end up with in that trade? Uh, uh, Drew Holiday from Milwaukee. Who is the coach? So those are the, the only three I know. Who coaches Portland? Uh, Dr. Jack Ramsey. Oh, I'm just trying to be like you. <laughs> just trying to be like you. I'm going back to the 1970s. <laughs> no, I have no idea. I had no idea either. Well, why would you ask a question you don't know the answer to? <laughs> Scooter, he's off the rails. Who is the <laughs> head coach of the Portland Trailblazers? I, I don't know why you're surprised, it's John. not Nick Nurse. Ed, Ed's in. At, Ed's uh, in. Uh, Philadelphia. Tell me, Scooter, who is it? Uh, admittedly. Nick Nurse is the new head coach in Philadelphia. Right. Who, who, are you, who are you looking for? Portland's head coach. I'm sure it's somebody I've never heard of. This show is completely off the rails. <laughs> Tyrese Maxey, uh, by the way, Giannis had 23 and 13. But if you, did you watch this game? You didn't yes, watch I watched okay. the game, yes. Chauncey the Billups. The game, the last – Chauncey Billups is the head coach at Portland. Oh, okay, former Celtics. The last five minutes of the game, Giannis, Giannis just deferred to Dame. He really did. Damian Lillard had, I think, 14 points in the last five minutes of that game. 
He hit the two free throws that iced it at the end. Um, there was one point. I was really interested to see the dynamic here, but there was a point toward the end of the game when Giannis was bringing the ball up the court and Dame Lillard was kind of running next to him like, Am I, should I take the ball or are you bringing it up? They got across half court and Giannis called him over to give him the ball to start the play. He has – you don't see this. Superstars, no, no, maybe agree. the best player in the league, top five for sure, defer to the new teammate and say, hey, this is your team. He said it in the preseason. Everybody went, okay, we'll see what happens when the game starts. Giannis Antetokounmpo has said, I just I love Milwaukee. I want to win titles. This is now Damian Lillard's team. Nobody really believed him, but he showed last night that it is Damian Lillard's team. I'm going to get some pushback on this, which is fine. That's that, that's good. Uh, in my opinion, I'd rather have uh, Damian Lillard as a teammate than – I can't wait to hear who he's going to come up with here. You're, gonna, you're not going to believe who I'm going to say. I'm listening. The Los Angeles Lakers, greatest player of all time, supposedly. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? No. You got a Laker no. fan sitting right no, next not to Kobe. you. Big not, time Laker not, not fan. Kobe. LeBron. LeBron. I just think that Giannis is well, it depends what you want. I think Giannis is more he well, everybody wants a win. Everybody says they want a win. Giannis wants to But the, do they really with the, well they're going to sacrifice their game for somebody else. LeBron got mad last night after the game, by the way. Yeah, LeBron. People uh, getting on AD a little bit. He didn't like it. Well, what, and AD of, had 30 and 12 last night, so I don't know what, what, what the – One of the greatest talents I don't know what the question was, but uh, LeBron took offense. Uh, all right, to finish off that Philadelphia-Milwaukee game, Tyrese Maxey, 31 points, 8 assists for Philadelphia. I'm not saying they're a better team without James Harden on the floor. Oh, I think they are. But I will I say Tyrese Maxey is going to be a superstar if James Harden is not on the floor. The problem with James Harden, he's, 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 he has his own agenda. He does. And he's going to do whatever he wants to do. He had it in Brooklyn. He had it in Houston. He had it uh, before that. Don't give me – great Oklahoma talent. City. Great talent. Great, can score on anybody. Great talent. But he does not want to do what everybody – I'm going to do what I want to do and the heck with the rest, in my yeah, opinion. No, I agree with that. Joel Embiid had 24 points, seven rebounds, six assists. Joel Embiid looks like he's going to fall over at any moment. Yeah, he looks like he's in pain all the time. Uh, his moves around the basket, they look slow, but they're really, I guess, not that slow because nobody can defend him. But he always looks like he's the most tired guy on the floor. He had a tough day at work. He looks like, you know, I like when you him. come I, home I, from a 12-hour shift in the coal mines. That's what he looks like. I've uh, liked him since he was at Kansas. Lakers beat Phoenix 195, 28-11 in the fourth quarter. Phoenix, without Devin Booker last night, who's got a uh, foot issue after one game, by the way. Wow. Without Bradley Beal, the newest uh, Phoenix Sun. Suns had this game, not, I don't want to say in the bag, but they had a comfortable lead heading into the fourth quarter. And Lakers played great defense in the fourth quarter. They end up with a five-point win. Phoenix, by the way, and I know this because I need to know this, did cover the five-and-a-half point spread. <laughs> you took you – took, <laughs> Toddler bet against his Lakers last night, took Phoenix in the five-and-a-half. Yeah, I took Phoenix. I, but so let's be fair, I didn't know Booker wasn't playing. 
Well, when I, I saw Lakers giving five and a half to the Suns after the Suns just beat Golden State and the Lakers just lost to Denver, I thought something's wonky. We talked about it on the air yesterday. Something's wonky about this spread. Well, they didn't announce Booker wasn't playing. Vegas knew, but they didn't announce it till a couple hours before the game last w- night. Wonky? It was wonky. Wonky? Is that in the dictionary? It is. Anthony Davis said 30 points, 12 rebounds. LeBron, 21-8-9. Kevin Durant, in the absence of Booker and Beal, had 39 points, 11 rebounds. Um, and, again, the big story there was James Harden not allowed to get on the plane to go to Milwaukee. I still think it's funny. Here's a question real quick. You have referred. He says real quick uh, every time it's going to be a long question. You, no, it's not. I go. You have made it. You have made references to several Kentucky players. Yes. Maxie, mm-hmm. uh, Booker, and there's a ton. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. There's a ton of Kentucky players sure. in the NBA. It's hard to watch a game and not see a Kentucky player. They've won one title. They haven't been to the final. Oh. They haven't been to the final four since when? Twenty fifteen. Have you not heard John Calipari say his major job is to get guys ready for the NBA? Well, Come I've on, heard. Ed. It's not about winning titles for Cal. It's about winning. It's about these guys being billionaires in in the league. Well, that's going to go on because Barnhart's going to. Uh, uh, he, he gave him a lifetime contract. The Kentucky, That'd be like you getting a what, lifetime contract to be on the Big X. I think I got that right. <laughs> Yeah, I got that. You guys saw that head shake. You guys yes, are I my, saw it. When we, I go saw to, it. when we go to court, you guys are my witnesses. Um, look, Kentucky fan is not happy with the lack of titles. They were placated for a while there because they kept going to the Final Four. But they haven't been to the Elite Eight in a long time. Forget the Final Four. Uh, this is a team... And look, I think it's going. To, I think they're going to surprise people this year. There's a lot of talent on that. There team. is a lot of talent. Um, but you know, when you're a Kentucky fan, doesn't care what Devin Booker and Anthony Davis and Trey Lyles and f- fill in the blank, what any of these guys are doing at the next level, they don't care. Well, I haven't heard it yet, but I'm sure it'll be forthcoming probably sooner than later. We're young. We're young. Well. Yeah. And they are. They are. But. Other than Antonio Reeves, they're young. They got talent. They do have talent. Could be a fun year. All right. World Series starts tonight. Arizona, Texas, 8.03. Scooter's favorite start time, 8.03 tonight on Fox. Uh, Zach Gallen, he's 2-2 two two in the postseason with a 5.24 ERA for Arizona. Nathan Evaldi is 4-0, 2.42 ERA for Texas. Texas is minus 160 tonight. Arizona is plus 135. So significant favorite are the Texas Rangers. But I think if baseball this year has taught us anything, those numbers don't mean diddly yeah, squat. Evaldi has They're been, wonky. <laughs> Evaldi has been outstanding. And it looks like our boy Brandon Fott will probably start game three in Arizona on Monday. Think, think about that for a so, minute. Uh, that's about, exciting. Think about that. That might keep me home from the Louisville-Kentucky-Wesleyan game. <laughs> well, you get Although home, probably you, you not. You get home probably in time to, to watch most of it. Bellarmine College, which is now Bellarmine University, yeah. on Newburgh Road has a pitcher pitching in the World Series. Not just coming in relief in a blowout. He is starting games 
in the in the any he, he was he's keep, throwing shutout ball against the Dodgers and the Phillies. Come on. He he is key in that game 7 although he did give up two runs. They had to get him to at least the fourth or fifth inning which he did. He only gave up two and that's all that's all Philadelphia scored now. Personally, I think Philadelphia was better. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any. You know, let the Dodgers were better, the Braves were better. There's a lot of teams that were but better. But they didn't win when it counted. Over a 162 game season, but these are five and seven game series. Yep. And I like what Dave Roberts said after the Dodgers lost three games to none. They said that ah, did the bother you? It was just a five game series. He goes, they won the first three. I don't care how many games were in this series. We weren't going to win it. They they were better this week. Uh, and that's the case in baseball. Who's better? Who's hot at the end of the year? If you remember last year, Phillies got to the World Series. They were the sixth seed in the National League. Arizona this year, sixth seed in the National League. They're in the World Series. Well, what do you what do you make of that? Is this uh, these teams in the regular season beat up on the also-rans? And no, they... no, no. I mean, they're, it's baseball. The Mets won six of seven against Arizona this year. Arizona has a worse run differential on the season mm-hmm. than the New York Mets. Well, they were only six games over 500, too. They only won 80, 84 it, games. Here's the entire explanation in two words, Ed. It's baseball. Yes, it's baseball. It's baseball. You're, you're right. You it's very cannot, un, so unpredictable. You cannot predict baseball. But we, what we will predict are winners this weekend. Coming up, the Salsarita six-pack. And we'll talk some college football with uh, Edward and get his opinion on what's going to happen wait. this weekend as well. Wait. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Still time to get out here. Ed and I are going to be here for quite a while because we're going to have the super lunch today. We're going to go big. Um, we're not bad for anybody, so don't get any crazy ideas. <laughs> but uh, come on out to Salsarita's lovely day to sit out here on the patio and uh, have it really a, is have it a really nice, is. nice lunch. Don't forget high school football on the Big X tonight. Uh, St. X and Bowling Green live from uh, Bowling Green High School, seven thirty. Eastern time kickoff, 7.05 pregame right here on the Big X. Scooter, go ahead and preview your game for me. Yep, I'll be at Floyd Central as they host Evansville North. Sectional 16 semifinal game, 7.30 kickoff. I'll be on air about 7.20 on 94.7. 94.7, our sister station, WFIA for Indiana Tournament Championship. Well, not championship yet, but uh, – High school playoff football, Scooter Dingus. Do you use Scooter Dingus as your uh, no as your uh, name on the on those games? I do not, and I actually talked to you about this a couple weeks ago. With, I think in, you should. In regards to Boog, Boog Shambi goes by Boog instead of John, so that'd be like me going by sure. Scoots Kalen instead of what about, Bo- what about Booger McFarland? That's true. I mean, uh, Dipstick Spears is what I went by for about eight years but before I decided to change it back. The boss says That's everybody's going to remember Scooter Dingus. Nobody's going to remember Justin Kalen. Very, very true. Is that fair? That's fair. So fair. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think that's 100% <laughs> on point right there. Oh, he, he hit one out of the park with he, that comment. He dropped that the bike good. and walked away when he said that one. <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, you got the uh, drum roll ready, Scoots? Nope. Sure don't. He doesn't. I can tell. I sure don't. <laughs> all right, don't need a drum roll. <laughs> no, no, it's too. You blew it. Too late now. Salsaritas six pack. Here we go. We'll start in uh, college football with the local games. Noon start uh, tomorrow. Ed, Indiana at Penn State. The Hoosiers are two and five. The Nittany Lions six and one. Coming off that uh, Ohio State loss, uh, CBS, by the way. You get the Hoosiers on CBS tomorrow. This is mean-spirited, but did they add a third light on the scoreboard to, uh, I mean, Indiana. I mean, I just don't understand a, a school as big as that can't. I was looking of course, at- I know why Notre Dame's in the same state. You got Purdue down there, but gosh. I, I looked at the uh, coach's hot seat. On Twitter today, Tom Allen is right there near the top with Jimbo Fisher. But I don't think Indiana cares about football, John. They don't. They don't. They um, Would Kentucky care about football if Kentucky was 2-5? and five? No. I mean, it's the same. No. These are basketball schools. Louisville. But they're, now, they're, Louisville's a little different. You got uh, the homegrown kid back. But if they're 3-4 and four instead of 6-1, and one, and if basketball was, was better, that's the key here. Right, right. Well, yeah. I No, I I, I, I agree with you. So, I'm going to take – look, it's 32 is the spread here. Penn State has had trouble scoring the football. They, they go on methodical slow drives, you know, eight-yard out patterns and screen passes and running the football. But I'm not sure Indiana can score any points tomorrow against – it's a really good Penn State defense. I'm taking Penn State giving the 32. Wow. The, the well, well, that's third. Yeah, that's five touchdowns. Michigan put up fifty-two last week against the Hoosiers, fifty-two to seven. After Indiana scored first, I don't think Indiana even scores in this game. Give me Penn State minus thirty-two. Duke at Louisville, twentieth-ranked Blue Devils are five and two. The Cards, of course, six and one, ranked eighteenth in the country. Three thirty on ESPN. I'll be there. You'll be there. Louisville is a four and a half point favorite. What do you think? You told gonna, me earlier. Well, but I, I want to get it on record. If, if Jawar, yeah, yes, Jordan plays, do you think he plays? I'm not sure. I think I, he does. He already he said on X that he's going to play. But I'm skeptical of the number of carries he's going to get. Exactly. Even if he now, plays. now they do have a good backup in, in, in Maurice Turner, but he's not Jordan. Garendo's okay. He's okay. They'll share time if and, Jordan can't play. And Plummer cannot stand back there and throw interceptions. And Duke's got good defense. And Duke's got a good the defense. Florida State game notwithstanding last week. Keep in mind, Duke led that game going into the fourth quarter 20-17. Uh, to 17. Here's my deal. Here's Riley me. Leonard came out of the game last week. I think he's going to play this week. I'm taking Duke in the four and a half here. Well, I said 28-13, to 13, Duke beats Louisville. Uh, that's what I thought. Yeah, I saw that. US, I, USA I re- Today. I actually read what you wrote today. Oh, you read? Yeah. Good. I'm proud of you. Yeah, because I knew you were going to be here. And USA, USA Today predicted a uh, – I think if Riley Leonard Duke plays win. and if he plays the whole game and if he stays upright, I think Duke's defense is good. I'm going to say kind of a low-scoring game here. Um, I'm taking Duke. And the thing the that most Cardinal fans overlooked is they had a close escape with – 
at best an average team, Georgia Tech. Indiana. They had to go. I mean, Indiana's not good at all. Yep. They had to barely beat NC State. Now, everything came together against Notre Dame. It was one of those nights and everything for the came Irish. apart against and everything, uh, Pittsburgh. Exactly. So, how good is this team? Well, I think they're good, but I don't know how good. Yeah. You know, they're fun to watch. All right. Uh, 7 o'clock, right after the Louisville game on ESPN, Kentucky gets their turn. They're hosting Tennessee, both teams 5-2, and two, but it feels like a different 5-2 and two for these teams. Kentucky lost two in a row. Had an off week, trying to try to straighten some things out. Tennessee had the win. Josh Heupel celebrating at halftime last week at Alabama, and the Tide come back and sort of annihilate them in the second half anyway. But I think it's a bounce-back week for Tennessee. Uh, they're the better team, period. I'm giving the three and a half. You hit the nail on the head. They are the better team. Uh, I think Kentucky will, yeah, I might play them. You know, tough for a half. Until Devin Leary shows me something and he hasn't yet, then I can't. Well, the receivers can't catch passes. I can't pick Kentucky. So, here I am. I finally decide to take the local games. I'm taking against all three local teams. Penn State minus 32, Duke plus four and a half, and Tennessee minus three and a half. You'll be well liked uh, around here. Everybody loves me, Ed. You know that. (laughs) Uh, NFL, look, I put this together literally during the commercial break. I'm taking Miami, giving nine and a half at home against New England. I know it's a big number, and I know Miami is – they haven't played good teams well. I, f- I feel an explosion coming for Miami. And even though New England beat um, – was it uh, Buffalo last week? New England's terrible. They're terrible. So I'm going to take Miami and give them That's at, at, Miami. at Miami. I think I would go with the, the Dolphins, yeah. Bengals and Niners in San Francisco. Look, Brock Purdy may have a concussion. He's at least in concussion protocol. I don't know if Debo Samuel is going to play. The Bengals need a win. Even though the Niners have lost two in a row, the Bengals still need a win more than the Niners do. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, I think they get it done. I'm going to take the Bengals. I don't think I need the points, but I'm taking the four points. Well, I think this is the game for the Bengals that will – can uh, push them closer to the playoffs. Obviously. Those Cincinnati-San Francisco Super Bowls were great. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. The four, four, four and three. It'll be the four. Well, they're three and three now. Who, who were the Bengal quarterbacks in those Super Bowls? Ken Anderson and Boomer Esiason. Very good. Uh, Kansas City at Denver. Chiefs are minus seven. The uh, Of course, the big news, Taylor Swift will not be at the game this oh, week. She's yeah. not. Wow. That's the big news. She's not traveling to Denver. This just in, they're undefeated when she's there. Uh-oh. Is she? Oh. I'm just saying, I'm still taking Kansas City. Denver <laughs> got a win last week. Russell Wilson's been a bust in the orange and blue. Uh, Kansas City, if I get the Chiefs as a touchdown or less against Denver, no matter, I don't care where they're playing, I'm taking them. I'm taking the Chiefs giving the seven. Why isn't she going to Denver? Is the air is the air quality? It's, it's too Well, you know, he just bought a mansion in Kansas City, and uh-huh. maybe she just wants to – Hang out in the mansion with her friends. I would, wouldn't you? you? Know? Sure. You can watch those games on TV. <laughs> I'll bet you he's got a huge satellite dish. <laughs> I guarantee I'm glad you said satellite dish there. <laughs> um, all right. Um, here's the six-pack. Penn State minus 32 at home against Indiana. Duke plus four and a half at Louisville. Tennessee minus three and a half at Kentucky. Dolphins minus nine and a half at home against the Patriots. Bengals plus four at San Francisco. And the Chiefs minus seven. At Denver. Who wins Mail Manual and St. X Bowling Green? Um, I think uh, Mail beats Manual tonight. I think Mail, in my opinion, even though St. X beat them, 
I think they're the best team uh, in 6A. Better than Trinity. Better than – well, they beat Trinity okay. fairly – I don't want to say handily, but they it's right, more than right, a score. Right. And, look, I know Mail beat St. X. Mail was in the red zone four times and couldn't come away with points. Like That's, Louisville two weeks ago. St. X had two, um, you know, throw them up throw them up bombs, you know, long plays for touchdowns. Um, in my opinion, Mail's the best team right now. Uh, in 6A, and uh, St. X, is gonna, it's tough down at Bowling Green. Bowling Green, Deuce Bailey, their quarterback, 30 touchdowns, three interceptions this year. Wow. Now, they score a lot of points, but they, they give, give up, up a lot, a lot of points. points. So, this is, uh, I mean, if you're St. X, you just, I guess you just want it to be a shootout because Tiger defense has not been good, even though they got two shutouts the last two weeks. Most of the season, they haven't been good. Uh, a Scoots game, Floyd Central, Evansville uh, North, that's gonna that's the best game in southern Indiana, in my opinion. I like well, I don't know anything or hardly anything about North. But Buzz, I'll be uh, I'll be tuning in when I get to my car. Buzz Frank just texted me, boo. He didn't like me picking the Bulldogs. <laughs> uh is there a better rivalry in high school? No. No. In the, well, in the, in the country. Now wait a minute. Now now St. X Trinity's off pretty strong. Good. Pretty but good. They they have been the test of time. They have withstood the test of time. 1800s. Male manual. 1800s. Right, right. By the way, I blew this yesterday. If Tony Burke's listening, Tony had his Viking shirt on yesterday, and I said early in the show, oh, that's an appropriate shirt. I never got back to why. Yesterday, Chuck Foreman turned 73. Chuck Foreman. Remember Chuck Foreman? Oh, yeah. How about Francis Tarkington? I think Chuck Foreman is the reason Tony Burke became a Vikings fan. Hmm. So when he had his shirt on, I thought, oh, I got to talk about Chuck Foreman, and I dropped the ball. I blew it. Hmm. Uh, I did. I blew it. World Series tonight. Yep. Who you got? Oh, I like I like Texas. Who you tonight. got in the series? I like I like Texas in six, and uh, I think it'll be a good competitive series. I think it goes seven, and uh, I think you flip a coin. I really do. Well, I thought you could flip a coin between Philadelphia and Arizona, even though Arizona's was only six over over five hundred. I got less than 30 seconds. Dusty Baker announced his retirement. You're a huge Dusty Baker. Absolutely, fan. absolutely. He de- deserves all the recognition he gets. He was a great manager. He was an excellent player. Hate to see him go. Game of the week, Oregon at Utah. Uh, that's a 3.30 on Fox. I got the Ducks. I, I expect the Ducks to bounce back. Thanks to Salsaritas. Thanks to Pam Stallings. Get out here and have lunch. Ed and I will be here for another 45 minutes or so. Thanks for listening. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Thanks, Pam.